0: Hello, San Pedro Podcast, Episode 54. You are listening to the Hello, San Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. Real quick before we get into the main episode, which is um, mine and Josh's conversation and updates regarding uh, the coronavirus uh, pandemic and how it's affecting San Pedro. Um, so he goes over the numbers, basically, for San Pedro. I think in the episode, which we recorded on Tuesday, April 28th, the m- the most up-to-date number was basically 167 cases in San Pedro. Now, as I sit here editing the episode, which is on Thursday, um, April 30th, um, the cases have literally... I mean, they went up so much. Um, So I'm pulling them up right now. Right now, San Pedro has 446 cases. So on Tuesday, it was 167. Today, as I look up um, the cases in San Pedro, it is 446. I don't know how that happened. Um, There's also... A growing concern about the prison on Terminal Island, um, which, according to the LA Times, as of today, um, there was 600 active cases of coronavirus and up to five deaths. So, I'm not really sure if those numbers are playing into the San Pedro cases right now. The way I'm interpreting it, as those are they're counting them completely separate. So, there's 600 on terminal island and 446 in san pedro in our community um i don't know what to make of all of this um the numbers seem pretty high but it might just be a reflection of how many tests we're getting and the more tests the better so yeah um let's just try and be optimistic about it i guess anyways i'll go ahead and just get right into the episode now This episode was brought to you by San Pedro Today, your local community magazine, bringing you stories from San Pedro. All right, guys, how's it going? I'm here again in the studio with Joshua Stecker. How's it going, Josh?
1: It's uh, good, I guess. I mean, all things considered. <laughs> it's weird saying it's good.
0: Same. Because everybody
1: is like, we are what we are right now. It is what it is right now. So it's like.
0: It's like all things considered, it's, it's good. It's
1: good. You know, I mean, it's, you know, we're both healthy, you know, we're, we're okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, you know, yeah, it is what it is right, there, right yeah, now.
0: I think so. It's like weirdly become kind of normal now. And I think that's the weirdest part about it is that it feels kind of normal not to go anywhere and to be home and to have more time at the house and to explore your front and backyard. If you have one, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, it's one of those things like you, you just said that, that word for me has been like a, like a buzzword for me. That's normal. Like in a way I don't want to accept that this is quote unquote, the new normal. Mm -hmm. I hate that term right now. It's one of those terms that it's like, no,
0: it's, this isn't this isn't normal.
1: Yeah, we have to all really realize this is not normal. Mm-hmm. This is how it is right now, but I'm sure we'll get into it in a minute. But like, things are going to change again. Yeah. Businesses are going to start opening again. Like, things are going to change again. Like, so what we're experiencing right now is like a temporary a temporary like reality shift for a minute, you know?
0: I agree. And I haven't been wanting to accept that this is a new normal or could be some type of new normal for the next foreseeable future, but it totally feels, it's starting I get to it. feel normal.
1: I get it. I totally get it. It's, and it, it's, yeah.
0: it's weird, you know, mm-hmm. it's totally weird. So that's, that's what I'm dealing with. You know, it's like, Oh, the anxiety has kind of gone down for me and I've just kind of adjusted to this home life and, working from home vibe, and it's normal.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's weird because like this was the first, um, so last week uh, was deadline for uh, the ma- uh, the new issue of San Pedro Today, the magazine, and it comes out this uh, Thursday, uh, the 30th of April, and putting that issue together, I mean, I put most of it together at home, you know, because we're not really using the office that much, but yeah, it was. it took me back to when like, I first started the magazine because when I first started the magazine, I was running it out of my my old apartment, mm-hmm. you know. So it kind of it's kind of weird how like this situ this current situation has kind of changed things and had changed how we've we're working and we're doing all this stuff. And I realized it last week how much of a change it's been for like me personally, not going into the office as much, basically doing deadline from my you know my couch in the living room, which I used to do when, we, when I first started the magazine for a couple of years the San Peter's day was produced in the living room of my apartment. <laughs> not many people know that, but that's the truth. Um, but now we've grown and we have a nice office, blah, blah, blah. but at, at the time, that's what it was. And, and last week it was like really like going back to the roots of like putting this thing together at home. And then, you know, it's just, again, it's weird. I, I long, I can't wait to not do that. And I can't wait to be able to work from the office and produce the magazine and do all that. And, so yeah, again, just talking about the this normalness. It's just weird.
0: I know for um you know, for some industries you really do have to be present at work and you have to be there. But I'm hoping that and I think I've said this before, maybe on the podcast, maybe not, but I'm hoping that you know, big huge corporations where people would drive hours to get to their job, maybe they can see how, you know, jobs are able to be done from home, you know, and not so many people need to be in really long life draining commutes, (laughs) um, every single day, you know, I, I am enjoying working from home right now. Um, and I would have just loved something like that at my, you know, last two jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, and it didn't really ever seem like an option. Um, it just seemed like you had to be at work, you know, meanwhile, you make a lot of sacrifices to be present at work. If that's the type of job that you have. Um, so hopefully, some good will come from this. You know, maybe businesses will see where they can adjust and make you know some some changes. Um, yeah, I don't know.
1: I'm not a big fan of working from home. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like one of those people who who is I have the worst case of ADD or whatever it is. Um, I will get distracted by anything you put in front of my face. Um, and it's one of those things where if I'm at the office and I'm working, I'm focused, I am I know where I'm at, I know what to do, and my time is managed better. But if I'm, as I've experienced last week with deadline, when I'm home working, you know, there's the TV on one side, I'm listening to podcasts at, uh, during other times, I have my two dogs that I pay attention to mm-hmm. that I got to give them attention, mm-hmm. you know, um, so focusing on, like, editing and, like, putting together, you know, what we do with the magazine, it, it it could be a little tough.
0: That that was true for me, too, as well. I'm a social person. I like to be in environments where I'm working with other people. So I feel like maybe, ideally, a co-working space would be nice for me. Mm. But who knows? Um, <laughs> I think now, be, now that I'm a mom and I have a kid and I know I only have, you know, care, child care for, like, certain amount of hours it was like i gotta be serious or otherwise i'm just wasting time you know um and so that kind of puts things in perspective and it kind of just puts a fire under my butt to get things done right away i think that's the only reason i'm even having moderate success working from home
1: yeah well don't (laughs) get me wrong like the perks of working from home are great Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just the the perks are also the distractions totally and that's what it's like because on the one hand i mean we're noticing the I mean, just the city itself in Los Angeles, we're noticing the difference of when people stay at home. I mean, the pollution has gone down. Traffic is lighter. Right. You know, all these factors that we've talked about on other shows, um, that's all happening right now. And it's great. But again, productivity, trying to do your work from home. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just speaking for myself. There, I know I have friends who have worked for home, from home for years and do a great job at yeah. it. And they're it, it, it works for them i'm not that guy i definitely need a working space to to be um what's the word uh productive but competently productive Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i mean you could just go through the motions from working from home and, and and get it done but at the same time it's like It's just different and I'm just a different breed. So it's totally,
0: I I get it too, completely. And, and, you know, with all the students learning online, I think you know, I brought this up, but when, with Romy last week, I, there's honestly, I'm a terrible student when it comes to online classes. Um, so especially for people who have a hard time focusing ADD, I mean, that is tough. So,
1: you know, what? that's something that came up. um, That's something that came up last week. I was having a conversation with a friend who's, uh, home homeschooling their kids. Hold on. I got a cough.
0: The virus. (laughs) I know, right?
1: Um, Clear my throat here. Uh, And I put myself in that position. Can you imagine being in, let's say, high school and having, first off, you're in the middle of your school year and you're getting towards the end of it. You're already into the spring, if you will, and then school shuts down and all of a sudden you have to adjust to this online viewing screen, you know, Zoom meeting type stuff to learn. And I all I can think about is like, I would have failed miserably during this time period you know, of, of schooling. And I feel really bad for the kids that are doing it right now. It's like terrible.
0: I, I really feel for the seniors right now. I, I just think back to all of the events that went on during my senior year, all of the things that made it really cool, like eating off campus, you know, for lunch and being able to, like, have a little bit more freedom with your schedule. Yeah. Um,
1: we should, you know, get a high school, uh, a love, local high school kid on the show. Maybe yeah. we get, I could arrange that for next week.
0: Well, my brother's 15. Oh, he's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's doing homeschooling right now, and it's it's weird. It's weird. He hates it. He said it sucks. <laughs> I bet.
1: I, I just, I can't imagine. There's, I just can't imagine.
0: He's like me. He, does, he doesn't, you know, you can't just stay focused to a screen. I'm I'm a social learner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I get my points like uh, f- most of my points are participation points. Okay. That's how I pass my <laughs> class. Um, you know, and I asked the teacher a lot of questions. I, I, I'm just a really involved type of person. Yeah. And also I don't, I'm a procrastinator. So if I didn't do my homework, I'm counting on me having some really <laughs> great excuse the next day. You know, that was me. Um, I got much better in college. <laughs> um but yeah it, it just
1: it's sad it, it just would, sucks
0: it's i really feel for them i um, do
1: i really do too like the class of toy. it's weird i mean we could wax poetic about all this stuff all day long but like everybody i remember the beginning of the year everybody was so amped about 2020
0: i know it was
1: like Ooh. just because the way the numbers worked out people dug the 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 repetition i don't know it, it's like, a landmark year july you know july
0: 4th is on a saturday yeah totally and on a taco tuesday <laughs> and it's like all this stuff like we were right. so pumped about. christmas is on a
1: friday this year yeah. like it's all this stuff i was just looking at the calendar and it just we it just hit the, hit fan. the fan, man. It just <laughs> everything. We were like, yes, this is gonna be great. That yes, is the this is last gonna be great. time
0: we do that, okay, memers. Yep,
1: that's right, man. We don't get too excited at the end of the year. You never know what's gonna happen. It's this is a perfect example of that.
0: I mean, but you know what? I, who would have predicted that our entire world would just come to a
1: halt? I know. It's just.
0: You know you said you shared that even mm. when 9 11 happened and you were in new york you guys came to a halt for maybe about a week and yeah it was like business yeah. as usual you gotta keep the show everything going. started
1: going yeah it, yeah it that's the only reference point i really have to something like this and i know i'm i mean it's nothing special just having was having lived in new york during 9 11 and and having a being part of a city that shut down i worked in times square So I was waiting tables at the ESPN Zone in Times Square in New York City uh, during that time, and Times Square just shut down. I mean, there was nothing going on. The restaurant was shut down during 9/11, all that stuff, and then it really only took a week, really, to for the city to, I mean, adjust the best it could, but it didn't shut down. Like it didn't stop, you know, and that was the thing. But, I mean, this is a whole different ballgame. We're talking, I mean, that was one city, one terrible, absolute terrible incident, which, for a tale for another day, is how San Pedro Today even came about. But You um, shared it. Oh, yeah, I did. I shared in your, I, yeah, yeah, the yeah, it I your... Yeah, it was right. on the podcast. That's right. Check uh, out his episode. That's right. You get the whole story about mm-hmm. how <laughs> this whole thing came to be. But... um yeah, I mean, we're just dealing with a different beast here. And it's it's just, again, we're it's weird having this conversation. This is like our fourth or fifth episode, I think, talking about this. And we're still kind of in that, can you believe this is happening still? Can you believe this is happening?
0: Totally, totally. Yeah. It's like on the one hand, well, the thing I kind of compare it to is like being a mom. It's like, oh, you're very normal now to have this little kid uh, that you're responsible for, this human life. <laughs> but then all of a sudden you're like, dude, I made this in my body. Like this <laughs> is my work that I did in my, bu- like that's, that comes to, you kind of like just everyone. blew
1: my mind with that. That's
0: what I'm saying. Concept, it's like, yeah. have you ever, I mean, it's like the same, I uh, haven't had
1: a child. No. So I don't
0: Exactly. Know. I don't even know what to compare it to yeah. to get you to relate. But like every once in a while it's like, Oh yeah, this is normal life. I have a minivan and I have a little child and I take him <laughs> to the park, you know? Um, but then every once in a while it's like, Ooh, I get this, you know, uh, superior realization that Holy crap, I did that. Like yeah. that's, I did that. Yeah my stomach like i had you know? <laughs> and it's just it just blows my mind but then you're like okay calm down like that's it's a normal thing you know right right so that's kind of where i feel like i'm at with this it's like oh this is normal every day you know i'm getting up or working from home blah blah blah. but now it's like holy sh- you know holy crap like yeah we're in the dead pods here you know yeah,
1: yeah. It's weird it's crazy um just uh, I, what we do with every episode, we can talk, uh, we can update some numbers, if you will, which is kind of weird to, to do. But these today it's a little significant now because um, the uh, County of Los Angeles is offering some uh, more detailed info on cases and communities. And if you want to go to the um, LA County Department of Public Health website, which I don't have the URL in front of me, but just Google it, LA County Department of Public Health. You can find it. It's can, all. I'll it,
0: link it up in the show you notes, You can link it too. in the show notes,
1: yeah. But um, uh, anybody can go on it and look at the, the records. And today, as we talk, um, cases reported in San Pedro. We have 167 cases in San Pedro, which, you know, when we started this podcast, I think we were 30-something or maybe even- 16. Oh, 16 16 there you go
0: and then it doubled then d- the 30 yeah. it's just consistently doubled every week
1: right which I I believe is is akin to we're getting more testing done as well so the, the numbers are going to be going higher but the one thing that they just released today which I found interesting was the number of deaths um in each community which is important to, to realize because you know that's what this you know it can do and there were eight reported deaths in san pedro uh, according to this report uh we know of a few of them um but you know let's i'm just gonna leave it at that it's not something i really want to get necessarily get into but just know that this case or this um pandemic that we're, that we're experiencing it's it it, it hit home it's it hit home you know there are people that have died in town from this um and every case that is reported is not just one case it's a it's a person who either has to quarantine now with their significant other or their family if one person gets it in the family the whole family has to quarantine and has to isolate themselves hardcore you know so there are so many there's there's this weird trickle down effect with this uh virus where you know yeah one of one person can get it but if that person lives with a family that family is involved now if that person is an essential worker and is working, those coworkers are involved now and it just runs the gamut, you know?
0: I know I mentioned that my husband was already self distancing in the home. You know, we're kind of getting back to a little bit more of a normal routine. He hasn't, you know, he was, he actually did go out to get tested and um, we haven't gotten those results back yet, but he's feeling a hundred percent better, whatever he had this, I I don't know if it's like stress playing up in his mind and kind of making I bet you, it was. making you think you have the virus. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times, you know, people have told me they've had dreams that they had it. I have. I had. Yep. Like right when this started, I had a dream that I had it and I gave it to my immediate family. I gave it to my parents. I gave it to my cousin who watches my son normally under mm-hmm. normal circumstances. And then I, I uh, infected my grandparents and now everybody was in a dire situation. And oh my it, was, it was really serious. And I I don't remember it that well but ricardo told me that i told him in the morning that i dreamt i had the coronavirus and i was like kind of emotional about it cuz it was like 5 in the morning or right, whatever time. right and yeah i think this this thing is really playing with us it
1: is it's it, it totally screws with your mind i mean i i've gone through moments where cuz it's cuz for me i i i'm particular to allergies um and it's springtime right now and because nobody, well, I, I live near a school and they are not cutting the grass oh, at yes. the schools right now. Mm-hmm. The school I live near, the grass is so high that my dogs, I can't see my dogs when they go on it. It's taller <laughs> than my dogs. So I literally just send my dogs into the grass. And the only time I know they're doing their business is when their tail goes up. Oh, that's so funny. I see it like an antenna. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, there you are. Okay. And, um, but yeah, but because of that, I mean, the, I mean, the pollen in the air is just like, it's crazy. So I know it's in my mind, I know it's allergies. Like, I know that's what it is, but I'll tell you, there are times where you get the sniffles or you're feeling a little weird and you're like,
0: this pandemic has added a whole new like layer of doubt to what we would normally, you know, know without a doubt, um, yeah, I, I think, like, when my husband started feeling a little under the weather was when he worked all day outside in at the time it was, like, freezing and mm-hmm. also it was starting to get rainy. And, like, yeah, you would develop some type of something after that. Um, but because of all this, you're like, well, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those weird things.
0: There was a meme I saw that um, it was, like, it was basically like, oh, I love playing that new game. Is it allergies or is it coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh that's that's hilarious that
1: is i mean that's the truth the god awful truth that is just what it is
0: i've i've talked to a couple friends lately on facetime mm-hmm. and one of the things that i think like it, it came out in our conversations cuz we're very real with each other is like that you know they've had meltdowns and i've had meltdowns yeah. and it's like i don't think anyone's really talking about the meltdowns and how normal it is to kind of just feel like completely overwhelmed emotionally and mentally and feel like you're having a mental breakdown. You know, yeah. when Ricardo was, when we were in the thick of it, not knowing what his symptoms might be, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I had a meltdown or two. Cause I was like, crap. Like, what does it mean if he does have it? And what do, what does our life look like? You know, and there's a lot of families in, in town right now that are actually experiencing that yeah. because we know we have, a, you know,
1: 167 yeah. cases right now, which, which, um, like we mentioned before in the podcast, there's 167 reported cases. Mm-hmm. That number is not accurate because we know for, you you know, there are more yeah. that just have not been reported that might never get reported because the either they're asymptomatic or it was very minor they didn't have to go to the hospital They didn't have to go anywhere right so again it's we're playing with something that we just don't know what you know what what it is or how it will affect us mm-hmm. you know especially going into the future like we don't know they're saying that we can get a second wave of it you know in the fall because of the temperatures and what i mean who the hell knows but
0: where it's like taking every single. It's like taking it like day by day, week by week. Yeah, it's like that's as far as we can live right now, which is really weird.
1: Th- that's a great way to put it. I mean, that is it. It is. I mean, going off what we what happened. Well, some with some of the news today. So, um, Governor Newsom talked about uh, a, a phasing of reopening of businesses soon which is great. We all want that. We all want the economy to start up. I, am, you know, it breaks my heart to see so many of our so many people in our town not being able to have their businesses open or go to work and see our restaurants just take out and delivery only and all that stuff. Mm. So there is a light now, I think at the end of the tunnel and I do think we'll start seeing it. And he said weeks, not months. Yeah. So I'm figuring we're recording this on what day is it down here Tuesday
0: know. the April 28th. Mhm.
1: My gut feeling, and I could be totally off base. This is just my gut feeling, is that we're gonna start seeing that May fifteenth date, which is still, which hasn't changed. I think that's gonna be the date that we're gonna start seeing uh, everything come back. You know, I I think after that day, I should say we're gonna start seeing everything, not everything, but we'll start seeing that phasing in of businesses coming back. Right. Uh, My my guess is that we'll start seeing. Maybe hair, you know, uh, maybe uh, hair, hair places and okay. little things like that. Restaurants might be able to start having dine-in again. We'll uh, hopefully, um, again, this is all speculation. No, this is just what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll start seeing that that phase of business come, yeah. which is, you know, which is what we need in yeah. this town. I think based so, on Governor
0: Newsom's like, uh, you know, optimistic announcement you know we can start to kind of visualize it and picture it maybe for our summers and you know i don't think that's a hope too far to accomplish no no
1: i really don't i really do think that uh you know by july and august there will be some we how we talked about normal in the beginning like the new right i think we'll be getting to back back to kind of like our old normal mm-hmm. if you will don't get me wrong I think masks are going to be around for a while.
0: Right. I think
1: social distancing is going to be around for a while. I think it's going to be around all year. I think masks are, masks are going to be around all year. Um. So little things like that, I, I guess, in a way, that could be our new normal for a while, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But I do think the quarantining and the business stuff is going to be relaxed. And by the end of the year, we'll be able to have some semblance of normalcy, if you will. Yeah. Um. I hope. I, I hope, hope
0: so, too. Um. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> the reason I knew why it was the 28th today was because my YouTube premium subscription ended because that's <laughs> what we did. when In the midst of this pandemic, we looked right. at all of our expenses and we were like, okay, where can we save money? And of course, you know, smart. I got... YouTube Premium, I I like it. Honestly, I like it better than Apple Music mm-hmm. because the music that it predicts for me is just so much more on point that, to my what I like. Um, and I have different moods. Like sometimes I'm in a jazzy mood and stuff. So I like YouTube Premium. And today I heard my first ad in probably a year.
1: Oh, is that what it is? The Premium takes uh, away the advertising? Yeah, it takes away <laughs> the ads.
0: Also, you can close the app uh, or like you can close the screen basically and it still plays, you know, and... Oh, it's just wonderful.
1: That's funny, and it's gone. <laughs> well, we talk. I, I, that's an interesting topic. We all think. I don't think we've talked about it is
0: what we're sacrificing.
1: Well, not only what we're sacrificing, but what, have you discovered any new forms of entertainment? Like, you know what I mean. Like, um, maybe not new forms, but have you found yourself like gravitating towards something you haven't done in a while, um, or listened to in a while, or like because well, I, I have something like what
0: I started drawing and I think I mentioned that like I started drawing I ordered some markers on Amazon and I was like yep I need this this is going to be my you know mental relaxation markers. moment okay. so uh, I just I think I need an adult coloring book to help me like de-stress and that'll help me a lot um I watched uh, Lethal Weapon 1 and 2 <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm getting too old for this uh,
0: yeah exactly oh my gosh it was really good uh, you know ricardo and i don't have a ton of movies that we can watch together he's very into like kind of like horror and very action and uh-huh. you know military type army movies uh-huh. and i'm really not like that i like rom-coms and you know right. funny things and um maybe some movies about uh i don't know Female badassery. Yeah. Yeah. So we have this really cool overlap though, but that's pretty much in comical buddy cop movies. That makes sense. And definitely a lot of, 80s comedy action movies. That's
1: where they... Yeah, so that's like... when they came the, out. The Rush yeah. Hours. Right.
0: Lethal Weapons. Um, right. We love Tom Hanks, so that's why we were watching Turner and Hooch. Right. You know. Parts
1: of the film to Pedro.
0: Yeah, yep. Oh, <laughs> Lethal Weapon. There was like oh, that's right. And There's two, a weapon, too. Part two. Yeah. The whole thing ends, and it's like just the Vincent Thomas yep. bridge yep. over the port. So it was really cool to start seeing Pedro in um, all of these movies, and I can't yeah. wait to for what Romy does because she'll start shedding some light on that yeah
1: last week uh we had Angela romero on the show and she talked about her plans for the heritage museum and she's going to start doing uh virtual um kind of these virtual talks if you will and uh it's in the next issue of the magazine you'll see the calendar and everything but she'll do it she starts them in may but one of the first topics that she's doing is uh filming in san pedro and what movies and television shows and whatnot i filmed here because um And it's really just a preamble to what's happening this summer because HBO is releasing their Perry Mason uh, show, which they took over downtown for. People remember that they decorated all the storefronts and people actually loved it and wish it stayed. But they had that big billboard and everything and all that stuff on 7th Street. And uh, so we'll be seeing that soon.
0: So I didn't realize that HBO was doing some free streaming type situation for yeah. Yeah. during this pandemic. I had no idea. We had it at our old apartment, but we've moved. So we lost HBO Go. I didn't care because I had already finished Game of Thrones. Remember <laughs> yes, when that's right. that ended? And that I don't was- want to
1: remember when it ended. It was terrible.
0: But like compared <laughs> to now, it was like, wow, that was the worst of the worst. And now here we are. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> I want my eighth season of Game of Thrones back. I want uh, them to redo it. it you was know terrible.
0: What? I had a hard time coping too. Yeah, and, it, was, um, yeah. it took me a while, but I think when I revisit it, I will have come to terms with it and I'll be able to enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Possibly. I revisited The Sopranos. I've been revisiting The Sopranos, which is my all time favorite television show. Um, I was in an episode back when I lived in New York. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not gonna tell what episode it was. You have to look and find out. (laughs) But uh, it was a glorified extra role that kind of got bumped. It was fun, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, The Sopranos was is another good show to uh, just kind of get lost in. It's weird though how dated it's become. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, that's the funny thing is about how like how well things are aging, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of funny that to- technology
1: screws everything up. I mean, not screws everything up, but it, it it really take it can really take you out of something when you see something that you're that used to be, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. You know, there were no cell phones, barely any cell phones. Like uh, I remember I think it was the first episode of the Sopranos I I remember watching it recently. And it's like Uh, Call me from a landline, or or no, call me from a a a phone, a payphone, or something like that outside, because that's how they communicate. Because they don't want the FBI to bug their phones and Mm -hmm. whatnot. And it was like you just don't see that now.
0: (laughs) I know. You know what kind of took me out of a movie. Um, so at my parents' house, I was uh, picking up my son, and my brother was watching Ghost. And mind you, he's a teenager. Ghost,
1: the Demi Moore, Demi Moore Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze
0: yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think it was in '89, perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I looked it up, but who knows? Um, and I always hated that movie because it scared me, like because of the the haunting. You know, little de- I was young. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, like, I was in high
1: school when it came out. Ugh, yeah, I feel I was old now.
0: Born in '89, so you know. Oh my
1: God, I feel I know. old. I know. Uh.
0: I'm 30. Did you know that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does that make you feel more old? Way more old. <laughs> um, anyways, I I was re-watching, and I was like, Oh wow, Patrick Swayze, tell me more. Wow, it's been a minute. Man, Whoopi Goldberg looks good here. And I'm just like reminiscing <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is a good movie. Why'd I ever stop watching it? And then I saw the ghosts actually come in, like the de- you know, the demons, yeah, the demons take yeah. away the I bad remember. guy. Those were so much scarier when I was young. Yeah. Now they just look like Honestly, it just looks like a, 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 I can't even tell you that technology has just, is so far superior than what it used to be that I can't even take that moment seriously. Yeah,
1: I get it. You say that, but I will, I will, there is one, I still can't watch Jaws. I am still, that shark looks fake as ever right now, CGI. I still can't get through that without freaking out, only because I saw it when I was a kid. It's in. It's embedded in my head, mm-hmm. and Bruce the shark will still just haunt you. Haunt, haunts me still to, to this day. Well, and, that music uh, yeah.
0: was just so classically haunting, yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: and it's just it's a wonderful movie. I um, should revisit that. It's it's great. Just for the Indianapolis scene alone, it's a good scene um that
0: was a fun tangent
1: it <laughs> was fun tangent yeah talk about something not pizza related but at least people can relate to i think
0: yeah we're you know we're revisiting old movies and yeah. genres and stuff that we kind of like you know didn't have time for before but maybe we do now yeah
1: totally i i'd be curious to see one. we have the capability to take phone calls on this podcast and we're not gonna do it now obviously because we shouldn't we didn't promote it yet but one of these days we're going to take calls and we're going to set this up where we'll take calls and people can call in. We can have those conversations. I'm excited about that because I think we can actually do it.
0: I think that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? If we want for the next episode, if you want to send me your voice memos, you can literally oh. press record on your phone in your voice memo app and you can save it and send it to podcast at gmail.com. I will play it on the next show if you guys send in your voice memos. Tell me your name, what you're filling your time with and I don't know what, one more thing.
1: One uh, thing. let's see uh, who they are, what they're doing what they're filling their time with. Ask them for a silver lining for crying out loud. That's let's a talk good about one. that.
0: Okay. <laughs> so if you leave your go ahead and send in your voice memos. again, that's to hello podcast at gmail.com. I'll have it in the show notes. Tell us your name. Tell us how you're filling your time these days. And give us one silver lining. So you want to talk about the next issue? Because I'm pretty excited about it. Sure.
1: Yeah. So the silver linings thing. So, um, well, define silver lining. Let's just, just define it. Basically, a silver lining is something positive you could take away from something negative. That's bare bones what it means. And when we were putting together the content for the May issue of San Pedro Today, originally, The idea was to, um, do a reader thing where I would ask, uh, readers, uh, for their input and we would put something together and, you know, do a reader submission type of thing. Well, the original idea was to do something called, how are you living now? Mm -hmm. And it was directly ripped off from the Hollywood Reporter because they've been doing this thing, um, where I used to work and they, um, Have been doing this thing where how are you living now? They've been asking like celebrities and production people and you know Anybody in the entertainment industry managers producers or whatever about how they're living now well, these people for the most part are very well off and are very comfortable staying in their large homes and everything and so There was a disconnect to me with that. I wasn't really feeling it and and so because in reality, I, I was looking at my own life, you know, just in reality, I'm thinking, oh, how am I living now? Well, it sucks. I don't, you know, it, I wish it was how I was living in January and February, not how, not how I'm living in March and April. Mm-hmm. So the idea to ask people that question and to send in their submissions, to me, sounded like a negative thing. It sounded like, well, I'm just going to get a bunch of people say, no, it sucks. I got furloughed. I got fired. Um, I, I'm having a hard time trying to school my kids right now. I'm having a hard time trying to balance that with my job and yada, yada, you know, the whole thing, it's it's just kind of evolved into this something where I was just like, this is probably not the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. So I flipped the script and decided to focus on silver linings. This, I don't know where this term came in my head. I mean, obviously it's an old term, but for some reason it just stuck in my head, silver linings. What, what are silver linings? And I was like, well, what can, and basically it turned into, well, what's something positive we can take away from this pandemic in our personal lives? And so I started looking at it from that perspective. And when I did that, the the concept opened up for me a little bit better. And it was something that I thought the majority of us, and when I say us, like myself and like the readers and people in town who read the magazine and whatnot, that was something that I, I think we could all relate to um, in that. Yes, we are starting from a common denominator of the coronavirus pandemic. Everybody's experiencing it right now. We're all going through the same protocol and the same rules, the same things, the masks, the social distancing. That's where we're starting from. That's our base. Now, from that, what have we discovered that is positive? What's something we can like say, okay, this is something that, while this sucks, I'm still finding something that I can take away from this that is good. So I sent that out to the the universe on social media and Facebook and Instagram and basically just said, hey, um, I want to know what your silver linings are. Let's uh, give me, give us, give us something that you've taken away that's positive from this experience. And also, if you want to get it printed in the magazine, you got to send it with a photograph of you wearing your mask because that's what we're. All doing right now. So I got a bunch of people coming in and, uh, or not coming, in, I got a bunch of submissions from readers. We put it out there on Facebook and Instagram. And it would honestly, and I wrote this in my column this month, which you'll read, um it became almost like a form of therapy for myself because we had dozens of people send in their mask selfies and their silver linings. And the silver linings were, it, it Everything from you know spending time with you know quality time with your family to discovering a new talent to, um, you know most people are, are thankful. There's a lot of gratitude uh, that was sent in and and stuff. And reading all of them and going through all of them, it really did help me personally deal with the stress and the anxiety that I've been feeling on a daily basis during this pandemic. Like. I admit, I admit in the column this month. I admit I've had major panic attacks during this time period, hardcore panic attacks, like the stuff of where I thought I was having a heart attack, where I thought I needed to go to the emergency room, where they're like physically sweating, you know, those type of things. Because you know, this stuff does take its toll on you. It does. And as a small business owner myself. You know um experiencing the economic shortfall of what's been going on here i mean i'll be honest the magazine is taking a huge hit you know as far as um you know revenue and stuff which you know is really hurting I, i'm surprised we got a May issue out to be honest with you but we did and it's great but um but yeah so the just going so the silver linings are are really cool and we like i said we had like a couple dozen people send in uh send it in and with their mask selfies so the cover of the issue is everybody in their masks you're on the cover amanda oh
0: yeah you made the cover i yes. made the cover and your mask selfie oh i can't wait to um it. yeah
1: it's it's, it's it, it, came out, it came it's out it came out pretty the- cool <laughs> it came out pretty cool i'm re- I'm re- i'm pretty proud of it i mean we had limited space to deal with it because of the le- the ad revenue was obviously down um but like when people get the magazine there we like, got Oh, this magazine went on a diet <laughs> I'm like yeah it kind of did it's a little thinner than normal but we'll don't worry hopefully it'll get fat by the end of the year like like all of us yeah um, but <laughs> but yeah so um so yeah so the concept of silver linings and all that stuff I think it worked well with what I was trying to accomplish and that was basically to bring some counter programming I call it coronavirus counter programming mm-hmm. in the magazine basically just saying you know I didn't want to throw a magazine on your driveway that was just full of of negative and Depressing stories and everything you can get that anywhere else right now literally anywhere else Mm -hmm. So I want to focus on the positive and be optimistic and that's something that the magazine does best is You know we are we are we are a a good news publication. I'm not afraid to admit it That's just what we are. I describe it as like the parade magazine of San Pedro sometimes, you know, it's just we focus and we celebrate our wins in it and you know, it go, even through a pandemic, we can celebrate some wins. And so that's what the magazine focused on.
0: I'm really looking forward to hearing what everyone had to say. You just like totally teased it. I just want to, re- I can't wait to get the issue and really see what everyone's up to, what they're doing and what their silver linings are. I can imagine. I mean, it makes sense that it was a, a huge stress relief for you reading mm-hmm. it um, because you feel one, you're not alone in this. Everybody else is going through this, the same as you. And two, you're right, there are all these other positive things that we can look to, you know? Mm -hmm. There's just something so uplifting about hearing silver linings, especially in a time like this. Yeah,
1: you know, a part of me thought it was kind of cheese ball at the beginning, and I was just like, oh man, am I going to get railed through the coal, run through the coals because of, you know? Yeah, it's like, at the same time, it's not, it's sincere. Mm -hmm. And when it comes from a place of sincerity, then it's different. And this is what that is. And so I'm hoping it's received well. It comes out Thursday. We'll see. I hope it's received well. Um, I, 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 you know, I'm confident it will be. But, you know, again, now I'm focused on June. And now we're looking at June now. And I'm like, I have no clue what we're going to do for June. Because like you said earlier, every day there's something different. Every day is something new. I mean, I'm hoping we can celebrate wins. I'm hoping we can celebrate the opening of people, of, of, businesses again, you know, that's yeah. something I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, who, who knows, you know, who knows? I'll have more of a picture of it next week, I guess. But yeah. yeah.
0: It's <laughs> it's a little it's a little daunting to think of like all these major holidays that are gonna be happening. I mean, Mother's Day in May, Father's Day in June, I mean Fourth of July in July. And it's just like, wow, all these things are passing on and we're not gonna be able to celebrate it normally. Some of us not even with our own mothers, you know. And that's yeah. that's going to be weird. But Yeah,
1: like locally, like um some things that have like aren't happening. We discussed it um well we discussed you and I discussed it, but like the San Pedro Youth Coalition does their, you know, future leaders um uh, ceremony in June and I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, and that's always a big thing in the magazine. We always do that a uh, double truck spread, uh the centerfold is always those kids and mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing the magazine for 11 years, well and San Petro Today has been around now for 11 years and you know and we ran that ad almost every year and so we're seeing I'm seeing adults now who were kids who were future leaders back when they were in school scene I mean you know it's weird that it's been going on that long and it, there's now like a new generation if you will yeah yeah it's it's interesting
0: I remember when I was actually in high school and that came out and I was like wow how do you get to be a part of that <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, so anywho. Um, any
0: well, plans for this week?
1: Any plans for this week? Well, the new magazine comes out on Thursday. That's all, That's that's my only big plan. Now, um, I'm trying, I'm just, I'm hoping to prepare for, you know, what, what's ahead as far as the uh, economy rolling out. And I've been really focused on that. And also just focused on monitoring how Pedro's been handling the pandemic. Not necessarily handling it. I think we've done a really good job. Um, as far as like all things considered with the masks and social distancing, although, you know, people will complain until the end of time that Paseo is too crowded, but Paseo is always too crowded. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, you know, I am seeing people walking around my neighborhood in masks, you know, all that stuff. But I totally lost my train. I thought I had, to, I just hit a pothole. Um,
0: I totally got sidetracked because when you brought up Paseo. I drove over there recently and it was when the there was that incident that happened. Did you hear about that?
1: the where well, the cops were there? Yeah, yeah, I did hear about that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I know we cut this part out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sidetrack. Yeah, you just keep it in. I mean, it's natural. We just—it's uh, fine.
0: I know. I felt so bad, like bringing up something that was really lame that happened in our town, and I, I just like it just makes me feel really sad again. We were on a positive note. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> true, well, true. such
0: is life, isn't yeah.
1: it? <laughs> it's weird. I, I haven't seen any, um, any real like uh, shaming going on, if you will.
0: That was something I feel like was really po- kind of like big when it first started. It was just kind of like a lot of shamey posts. But yeah. I feel like it's died down a lot. And we've all kind of come to terms with like, okay, everybody's in their thing. And, you know, don't be quick to judge. And-
1: yeah, the, don't be quick to judge is, is a huge especially on social media.
0: Oh, did you see that post? I forgot. I don't know her name, but just, um, you know, receiving some... Meal assistance because her son is autistic or has some type of um, learning disability. I
1: vaguely remember you talking about. Yes. Yeah,
0: and this uh, this meal assistance program was um, kind of I don't know if it was organized by Joe's office, um, uh-huh. Joe Buscaino's office, but um, some somehow it was re- correlated and she had a negative experience. The person dropping off the food, um, you know, pretty much said, you know, this is for elderly people, right? you know, and totally shamed this mother of a young autistic. Wow. Um, son. Yeah. And, um, she herself has lupus. So it was like, she can't, she's already high risk. Yeah. Too. High risk. So she can't be going out to grocery stores and, you know, fending for herself. Um, so she felt incredible. First of all, if that happened to me, I don't know what, what I would have done. Yeah, I would have probably burst into tears on the spot or I would have just came out looking like a cave woman yeah, yeah. yelling hysterically. Yeah. Um so I don't know how this woman kept her composure, but um it, she kind of explained and even though she did not have to yeah. to this to this, you know, essential worker. Um and, you know, contacted Joe's office and mm-hmm. ultimately had a positive experience in the end because, you know, it just made it so clear that we cannot be quick to judge. Yeah. We have no idea what people are going through yep. in their own homes in their own circumstances, we don't know. Yep. You know what I mean? Um so it, we really need to hit pause on the on the judge button and sure, sure, let people live their lives offer a
1: You're telling people in San Pedro to stop being judgmental? Yes. What are you talking about, I my dear? Know. Oh my goodness.
0: I mean, I mean, you know, don't not be Pedro. No, <laughs> I'm <just kidding. laughs> no, I'm just saying, like in this pandemic, I think it's causing, you know, a lot of people are just so, you know. Hasty to—they're to, quick to judge. Yeah. they're very
1: quick to judge. I've seen I've seen examples of that on social media too. It, it, you know, I know everybody. It, you know, it's funny. Like there's—I'm going to digress for a second. But like when the quarantine happened, it was like when it was announced. It was just two weeks. It was like oh okay, two weeks. I can I, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Okay, okay, we can do that. And then and then it turned into. A, Six weeks. Well, then it turned to a month, and then it turned. Now it's turned into six weeks because now it's May fifteenth. I think I got my my time straight, but now it's like it's 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 weighing on you. Now it's one of those things where like two we could handle two weeks. That was that was fine. Yeah. Now we're into this forty something. It's like day forty something right now.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: And now it's like now it's old.
0: Yeah. Now it's over it. I'm over it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now it's getting old. You know?
0: um, I mean hang in there everybody we yeah. feel it we feel it with you
1: yeah we do um,
0: well I remember this weekend what I was going to do or what we did what yes. we ended up doing tell this your weekend, story because it obviously got really hot this weekend and some of you know this all too well
1: because y'all went to the beach in either Newport or <laughs> or uh, wherever it was a new what was it I Newport I don't know it was New oh and Huntington
0: I have no idea this is in times like these, it makes you wish you had a private beach, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that a lot of you are suffering in small apartments without any, you know, air conditioning. So yeah. I really feel for you. Hang in there. Um Anyways, it got really hot and a lot of people felt it. And one thing that we didn't have that I thought would be pretty reasonable to find um, was a kiddie pool. And. Online, there was only these huge, gigantic, um, inflatable kiddie pools that we could order from Amazon. And I was like, no, we didn't want this gigantic, inflatable pool in our backyard. We wanted something just small, just something small, non-inflatable that we could fold up and fold back down Mm. or pull out whenever. And um, I'm telling you, Josh, there were none anywhere. (laughs) Local realtor. All
1: kiddie pools were gone, huh?
0: The kiddie pools were gone.
1: Like um, toilet paper.
0: Target sold out immediately. <laughs> and Home Depot sold out immediately. Paper towels. Yeah. Toilet
1: paper. Kitty, kitty pools.
0: pools. Clorox, <laughs> Clorox. All gone. All gone. And uh, you know what's funny is like after, you know, grocery shopping a few times during this pandemic, I still have yet to see Clorox. Like I check the cleaning supply. Aisle. I have yet
1: to see toilet paper. Really? I have not seen toilet I mean, granted, I know they're on the shelves. Don't get me wrong. I have just not been been there there when it's there yeah luckily i well i have a whole story about how i got amazon subscribe and save can really screw you in the end but it (laughs) saved me this time let me tell you Mm -hmm. that's all i gotta say about that but anywho yeah Um, continue sorry
0: yeah i mean everything everywhere we checked was gone so we ended up turning to offer up to look for some type of kiddie pool so we drove all the way to huntington park on saturday to go into this hole in the wall place, um, you know, literally like it's it's I don't know how to describe it. It was literally like a hole in the wall, just a really small store and didn't really have much of a storefront. And she had five when she messaged us and then she was down to one. We were there to pick up the last kitty bowl. Wow. I know. And we spent Sunday pretty much hanging out in the backyard, my son in the kitty pool. And we were picking oranges from our orange tree.
1: That's nice. I know
0: it was a really nice. Oh yeah, and my husband also got a um a grill on OfferUp, like a barbecue type grill. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I don't know, I don't really get this stuff, but you know it hooks up to the gas or whatever. I so don't know. it's a special kind. Anyway, so he found one at a really good price. So he made carne asada on his new grill. We were picking oranges. My gosh, it was nice. It was nice,
1: dude. Being a bachelor and having a microwave is all I got, and that's good enough for me. But my goodness, I'd love to have a. Grill in the backyard. I'm.
0: Not, I'm not gonna lie. That was good food. That was good food.
1: Yeah, I have a barbecue in my backyard that has more spider webs than I can possibly think about right oh, now. Oh, now
0: is a good time
1: though. Now I got time. I should clean it and get it going. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the moral of this story, isn't it? I know.
0: It?
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So I, I guess the the way we're gonna end this is just say. Focus on the silver linings. Keep an eye out for the magazine that comes out on Thursday. Right. Um, definitely. I'll have the links in the show notes. So where you can send um, your voice memos to yes. email and we'll try and figure something out for next week that we can literally have you guys call in. So pay attention to social media. Um, the hello, Sam Peter podcast and also Sam Peter today. We're going to blow it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, you guys stay cool. Stay,
1: stay safe. S- stay sane. Stay sane. <laughs> stay safe. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay. uh... I'm trying to think
0: of another S word, but I can't. I can't.
1: Stay
0: s- sober. No.
1: Stay sober. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Stay sober, San Pedro. Um, <laughs> although somebody and Councilman buscayan accused that for uh, like a Fourth of July uh, <laughs> anti-drinking and driving campaign. <laughs> stay sober, San Pedro. Um. You yeah.
0: want to go out on our, our little sound effect that we discovered?
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so we have this board that we work on in this podcast studio, and I just discovered that they have sound effects on here, and like this.
0: That should literally be our new intro for these episodes. I think so. I
1: think we found our intro for this. <laughs> I love it. Well, oh, it's ridiculous.
0: On that note, I guess we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: <laughs> Bye.